Hi there, I'm Birgit O'Connor and welcome to the World of Watercolor Painting Podcast. Now today, in one of my member meetings, Anne told us about Ranger inks. Now this is a product I've never worked with or even heard about, and I think it's actually geared more for the craft sector, but Anne really likes this product and thought it was a lot of fun, especially the distressed inks. So we discussed how this product would fit into the world of watercolor. And what's the difference between inks, alcohol inks, and watercolor pigments? And we also talked about why alcohol inks aren't really accepted in many watercolor competitions. So you might find this really interesting, especially if you're thinking about entering into shows. Now later this month, I'm planning on having a few guests, if I can track them down, that you might really enjoy. Then next month, on September 2nd, I'm doing an event for Artist Network on mastering mistakes. And I'll try to post that information on my blog at BeerGetOConnor.com. So let's get started and have some fun. And how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I've gone totally down a detour with Ranger Inks. Oh, tell me about that. <laughs> oh God, they're exciting. <laughs> this Distress Oxide Ink, that's backwards, huh? Anyway. No, that works. I've never heard of that. Ranger uh, Inks? Well, this is how I go down a rat hole. So I started off, I wanted a pen that had a ruler on it. And I found this cute little thing on Etsy because I'm constantly out drawing and I draw off the side of my paper. Well, I don't constantly plan or draw, but I should. And I wanted something with a scale on it because you're supposed to use your pencil, you know, proportion. I could never do that. So oh this has God. a scale. But of course, you know, I buy this thing on Etsy and, oh, if you buy a bunch of other products, you know, you get free shipping. Well, I end up buying a stamp. Then I have to buy ink. Then I find, I end up on the Ranger website and they have all these YouTube videos about this ink, which is water soluble, but it uh, dries, you know, permanent and it layers. And, it, you know, you probably could do this with watercolor. Uh well, it looks like a wet into wet technique, right? Yeah, he's kind of, this guy, Tim Holtz, it's his product. Actually, Ranger uh, works with a bunch of artists, and he's one of them. And uh, so there's this, you know, you're probably aware, there's this whole world of planners and bullet journaling. and That's crazy. That's No, crazy. I'm not aware but of it's that. It's supposed to work on multiple types of surfaces, like leather and fabric. And I've just started with watercolor, but it's a total detour. But it's I gorgeous. Think fascinating. Uh, Ranger inks. Let's take a look at that. Because yeah, they have archival ink, which is just your typical stamp pad ink. And then they have these distress ink and the distress oxide ink, which are water soluble. And then they have, yeah, the ink. Those are the re-inkers. So you can uh, re-ink your pad. And they have a resist spray, just like our uh, resist. Uh. So my question was, this is totally in the crafting zone, though, is I... I became aware that I really don't know how to use stencils. I mean, they have all these really creative ways to use stencils. And I wanted to get to a stencil class. It's incredible. Oh, well, I got mine off of Amazon. And actually, I bought some things for them from them, too. Because um, you can buy directly from Ranger. Um, I already had the little heat gun. You know, you, essentially, you layer and you use a hairdryer or a heat gun to dry that layer. Yeah, Tim Holtz is the guy. Um, and then there's this, God, I wish I could go to their uh, trade show called Creativity. Oh, my God. It sounds like, you know, a watercolor supply trade show kind of thing. Where is their trade but, show? 
I'm not sure because, you know, they had to cancel it in 2020 before, you know, COVID. But um, he, a lot of his YouTube demos are from one of the trade shows, and it looks like it's just stock full of all kinds of this stuff. So, yeah, so, there's distressed pain and distress, but it's water-soluble, so it cleans up with water. And it does kind of a wet and a wet, you know, they're kind of, he calls it distressing. They, and they, I never heard of these craft tags. You know, they have, they decorate these tags. We kind of use them like, I don't know what you do with them. Send them as greeting cards. <laughs> you know, they're just like, uh. they're just like old. They started with, you know, con, you know these uh, commercial, you know, sales tags or whatever, big, huge tags. Hmm. But they decorate those and send them to people. I don't know what you do well, with them. Well, I find this interesting. <laughs> what I'm curious about is um, the archival quality of them. Okay, so well, that would be a tag. They claim that the oxide uh, inks is a, uh, a unique blend of both pigment and dye suspension. So, yeah, look All at right. this stuff that they make. It's incredible. And, you know, this is just the background, you know, and then you layer. They have all kinds of die cut things that you layer and make cards out of. Well, that, so, uh, it's interesting. And the products for my Etsy store. Well, and the other thing that I'm curious about is um, I was surprised when I was talking to somebody and uh, we were talking about, uh, uh, you know, what is a, a general watercolor. And they were saying that if um, alcohol inks were not, that's water soluble, you know, that's not considered a watercolor. And I thought it's in liquid form and with the acrylic and are you not using water with alcohol ink i haven't tried it so yeah well i don't understand either because it's water suspension so like you know right. would you accept that in a watercolor show for example you know? right because we accept uh mixed media and acrylic so right it's so an that's, interesting question and let's ask gay because gay's with us and she might know we don't, we don't accept alcohol inks um in in our as a an acceptable media for our shows uh, we do accept acrylic, um, gua gouache, but no alcohol inks. Do you know what category this would fall into? I mean, this is pretty mixed have, media. Uh, I've been around think. quite a while. Apparently, you know, some of these videos are as old as 2013. I think, yeah, it's a it's an interesting subject. Um, it says dye and pigment in ink fusion. So I don't know. You say you did a watercolor and ink painting. If you just used a minimum of this, I don't know. But you know, I don't, yeah, you could do this in watercolor. This right. particular just the kind of background that we use. We we use an eighty twenty rule, kind of that. You know, eighty percent of the painting has to yeah. be. Um, right. Uh, like we we have just and I when I say we, I'm talking about the San Diego Watercolor Society. Um, we have just um broadened our our horizons I guess you might say um in terms of allowing different types of substrates now um to where it used to be just paper or UPO um now we're uh, allowing uh canvas and um uh water uh, paper adhered to um board to cradle board um so it doesn't have to be framed 
Do you uh, accept it on aluminum also? Yes. Okay. Yep. Accepting that as well now. So we're beginning to, I guess, move into the 22nd century (laughs) and um, allowing some of these things. But we still are not allowing alcohol inks. And I, I, as far as the, um, that oxide, whatever it is, I, that's a whole new thing. I don't know. Right. Well, see, that's it. It's like, uh, like, like I've always been transparent watercolor, period. And then now I'm slowly starting to think and accept. I think, you know, like if I wanted to do a plein air thing, I might put a little gouache in there. That would be fun. Or I, I, you know, I'm allowing that. When it comes to the inks, traditionally, they are not um, light fast. But with that particular company, I don't know anything about it. And I think it's fascinating. But also it makes me think about like what Gay was talking about. So does that mean... Where does that fall in, uh, is, is it, it's not really considered a watercolor, but it's not an acrylic, so I don't know. Yeah, and then with the, um, the alcohol inks, I would think that can't you take the alcohol ink, don't you add water to it too? Or is it you only work with alcohol? So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about the alcohol inks, but these, these are actually transparent, they layer. So right. It's kind of interesting. Well, the same thing with the alcohol inks, you know, that's transparent. So that's why it's fascinating. So I guess we'll, we're going to have to just see what happens. I'm sure we'll find out more as we go. Thank you, Gay. I really appreciate you uh, saying that. And thank you, Anne. I mean, I think it's fascinating to look at that product and uh, be, I'm curious to see what kind of stencils they have. You know, it's really nice if you want to do some texture in the background too. So I think that would definitely be worth uh, taking a look. And then just to go back to that website, oh, 20% off in your first order. Let's see, what is that? The name, it's Ranger. Okay, that'd be interesting to take a look at. Okay. I guess I'm thinking about landscape and I did do something on Facebook and you responded and I, I just don't enjoy it and I want to. And so I am trying to be really loose and maybe even abstract landscape. Doubt if too many people would be interested in that. No, I think it's a great thing that you just said. And so I'm glad you said, look at, look at Tina, look at, you see how excited she is. (laughs) And then I'm sure Mary's excited too. Like I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. No, I like that idea. So I, I tried it, but I just kept tweaking it until it looks uh, not so abstract anymore. And, um, you know, I was going along okay. And then right. I needed some more balance over here. I put in a loom that's anything but abstract. Then I started, I took out my brush. I wanted some burnt sienna instead of doing that. So I mean, uh, you kind of contained it, right? So you know what you're also making me think about is that there's, um, that is very similar to like what I did, the idea. And I think we're all kind of heading in that. I won't say all actually, but wherever I put, oh, this one back here, it's taking, this is not it, the idea. I have another one in here. Um, and I have something in mind that I want to work with. And I also want to work more with this brush. This was not exactly it, but I think this is leading me down the path 
to getting to where I want to go, where it's a bit more abstracted and looser and just suggestive looser. instead of, yeah, because like getting the loon in there is nice, but I think that um, the other thing oh, it is that it, it kind of like controls the painting. And if everything doesn't look absolutely perfect, then that's all you see. What isn't like, it's either too tight or it doesn't have the looseness and, you know, suggestive, yeah. right? Right. Right. I don't want any looms. And I, I really, I just, it's just, I just keep going, you know, so okay, I really I like want, it. I, I would love to do loose, very loose or even abstract landscapes. Painterly. Well, that excites me. I like that. That could be one. Okay. I'm going to make a note of that big star next to that. Okay. That was a good one. Now that concludes today's podcast, and I hope that you found this interesting and that you have some more information on a new product that you might like to try. And if you're interested in taking one of my free courses or even a six-week course or one of my other lessons, you can go ahead and visit my website at bjergetoconnor.com. And until next time, have fun and happy painting.